Welcome to Intersections, the RIT podcast. In today's conversation, Trevor Barrett, Assistant Director of RIT's Veteran and Military Enrollment Services Office, talks with fellow former U.S. Marine, now RIT computing student, Brennan Jackson, about adjusting to life after military service and what RIT is doing and still needs to do to help veterans succeed in their educational pursuits. Tell me about your service, Trevor. Well, I served uh, four years in the Marine Corps, active duty. Uh, I was motor T, but spent most of my time uh, on top of the trucks as a machine gunner. Two combat tours to Iraq, and I also worked for the DOD for a little bit in uh, kind of the military intelligence fields. Uh, what year was it that you went in, like, uh, time frame? Oh, uh, 2003 to 2007 was in the Marine Corps, and then 2010 to 2013 uh, in Afghanistan working for the DOD. How about you, Brennan? I enlisted in the Marine Corps as well. I left for boot camp 30 days after I graduated high school. Uh, It was 2013, so I was in 2013 to 2017. I was an electrician, had no desire to be an electrician, so I tried to do everything else possible that I could. So I worked a lot in uh, logistics. I had more licenses for different vehicles than I do fingers, so I really made my way around. Uh, How did you choose uh, RIT? So 2016, I got back from overseas. I, I was over in Europe for a while. And I knew I wanted to get out, probably get a degree or something like that. So I'm, I'm from Rochester originally. I graduated from East Rochester High School. And so I started looking at the different schools in the area. RIT was the most focused in technology. I had worked in my high school's IT department, so I knew I wanted to go somewhere down that road. And I figured the best place I could get that education was going to be at a school that's very focused on it. So that's how I ended up at RIT. I know you're in the Veterans Club. What led you to the Veterans Club, and what's your experience been like so far? So this is my first year with the Veterans Club being an active member. I'm actually the treasurer of the Veterans Club. I took on that role just before the school year started. I'm really excited to be you know, uh, on the board for the club. I'm really trying to do a lot to gain a lot more funding for us, uh, trying to get some sponsorships, do a lot of fundraising, trying to get us, you know, some veteran club-sponsored events. I really want to promote a larger veteran culture on campus. I I don't want us to be fragmented. When I walk around campus, I I don't know all of the other veterans, and I'd like to see that change. I'd like to be able to, you know, look out and be like, I know that guy because we both served, and, you know, we interact together. We're both members of the club. I'm really pushing. I'd love to see a veterans lounge come up on campus. Veterans just being non-traditional students can have some really busy schedules. And so I'd like to see somewhere where we could come together and promote mentorship and how to overcome a lot of these obstacles that are unique to us. Actually, one of the things I'm really proud of you guys for for doing is kind of making the club more inclusive um, and kind of including anybody that's a supporter or I guess, you know, a family member of a veteran or spouses. Could you maybe speak about that a little bit? Starting off, we expanded our inclusion of who we want to be involved with the club. We're now considering ourselves the RIT Veterans and Military Club. So we want to see a lot more involvement from the ROTC cadets that are here on campus. Uh, as I mentioned before, I'm striving to expand veteran mentorship in between ourselves. But I'd also like to see mentorship from people who have already served towards people who are looking to go that route. 
give some insight and perspective on how they handle different situations. Who better to tell these guys, you know, how to handle certain situations or to lead people than people who have been there and done that. We also are trying to get a lot more of military supporters, and you'll find a lot of employees across campus who have children that are currently serving, and I know it can be really hard for a lot of them. So if they have an area where they know they can come and get support from people, I think that would develop a healthier culture on campus. Yeah. So Trevor, what would be one piece of advice you would give past you looking back and all the challenges that you faced since you started your education? Besides the it's okay to ask for help knucklehead, <laughs> that was really hard for me to get past. But um, uh, tactical patience, I would say, you know, in the Marine Corps, if someone asks you to do something and you don't just sit there, you run and you mm-hmm. get it done. <laughs> or else, right? <laughs> and when you get out and the world kind of slows down a little bit, people aren't used to working at the, those sorts of operational tempos. It can be frustrating, for, especially for a Marine, when they get out, when they ask somebody to do something or they ask a question or they ask, you know something and somebody is kind of like, oh yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll get that done, and then turns around and goes back to doing whatever they were doing. It can be very frustrating. <laughs> no, absolutely. I completely understand that. <laughs> so I think uh, giving yourself a little bit of time to adjust and know that pe- not everybody's going to be at the same level that you experienced when you were in the military. Learn tactical patience. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. How about you? If you could give yourself some advice before you got out, what would it be? One thing that I knock myself for every day is not using the uh, tuition assistance benefits that I had while I was in. I could have been doing courses here at RIT, taking them online and, you know, knocking out a lot of my non-major related courses prior to being here. Beyond that, uh, definitely exercising patience as well. Understanding that, you know, everyone has a different background that you're going to meet here. There's a lot of diversity in the, the military, a lot of different backgrounds. We really pride ourselves on that. And there is just as much, if not more, diversity outside of that, especially somewhere like RIT. There's a lot of diversity here. So having patience and understanding, you know, that everyone has different experiences and just trying to learn as much as I can from those other people's experiences. What advice would you give to those that are thinking about uh, returning to school? I would say to go for it. Uh, Take advantage of your benefits. The post-9-11 GI Bill plus the Yellow Ribbon Program that's offered here at RIT is tremendous. There's so many different programs here that almost anybody can find something that they love to do. and Just take advantage of those benefits. Actually, that's one of the reasons I uh, took this job as well was because when I was going through, you know, I had a lot of questions. I didn't know where to find the answers. And I wanted to try to answer some of those questions for students. Some advice that I'd like to give is when you're transitioning out, you really need to form a plan. And, you know, if you're doing it the last month, that's not long enough. You really need to, you know, the last year you're in, you need to, like, self-reflect, look inward, and really figure out, am I going to stay in? Am I going to get out? Um, And if your choice is, I'm going to get out, you need to start creating a plan of what getting out looks like for you. And the first step is learning about yourself and figuring out what it is that makes you tick, what you're passionate about. And that's not easy to learn about yourself, but it's something that you absolutely need to wrestle with. And and then learn about what it's going to take to get there. Once you, once you do learn that about yourself and you figure out, hey, I'm really passionate about you know writing computer code or 
um, I want to write a book or video games or whatever it is, figure out, reverse engineer that career path to figure out the steps that you need to take to get there and be successful. When you were going to school, let me ask you this, what did you find helped you be successful? Because you've graduated, so you know, you're a step ahead of, of me. I think for me it was persistence, really. I think most of us that are serious treat it like a job. You know, this is my appointed place of duty. That's That was my mindset because I was still full-on military mode when I first got out. You know, I just thought of school as my appointed place of duty. This is where I had to be. And in the, in the Marine Corps, if you don't get 80% or higher, you fail. So I was always striving to get that above 80. And quite often, that persistence, that, I guess, just mentality led me to getting most of the time A's. I think the other part that really helped is, this took me a couple of semesters actually, but just learning that it was okay to ask for help and going to the um, English Resource Center and the Math Resource Center and you know getting the extra help if and when I needed it. Especially here at RIT, the uh, Bates Center for uh, math, I had to take calculus. I hadn't taken a math class in six years, it was amazing just, you know, being able to get that help when I needed it. And I agree with you that if you go in with the mindset of this is my appointed place of duty and this is what I need to do to get through each day, there's no problem, you know, making it through a program here. If you can make it through the military, you can definitely make it through college easy. I absolutely agree with you there. And what I think a lot of people don't know and coming back to school is something that I realized is I'm doing what I want to now. I'm studying in an area that really interests me. I don't ever feel like I'm just slogging through like, oh, I have to memorize this or I have to learn this. It's stuff that I have an interest in. And coming back to school, it, it's made it way easier. And also we've gained perspective in our service. Uh, that's something that you might not realize you have, but you definitely do. Think of how many days you spent doing you know, crazy field days or getting ready for a uniform inspection the next day, like up until all hours of the morning doing that. Now, like what, I have to do two hours of homework a night to stay on top of my stuff. That's nothing. I have that perspective now. So I'd like to share that. I don't think a lot of veterans realize this, but there are so many resources out there for veterans. And actually one of the things that RIT has here is something called uh, the Veteran Upward Bound Program. And regardless of whether you're going, your plan is to go um, on to college or vocational study or whatever it is, they will help you get to where you want to go. And it's a free service, so you don't need to use any educational benefits, so you wouldn't have to use your GI Bill for this service. You can come there, and they'll help you get from point A to point B and help you with that plan as well. It's an absolutely uh, just tremendous resource, so I would highly recommend you check it out. Absolutely. What makes uh, RIT a good place for veterans to study? I would say the challenge, definitely coming from the competitive nature of the military, where most people thrive that are in there. RIT is a very competitive school. If you keep that mindset of I need to be the best and I want to be the best in all of your classes, uh, you'll definitely be, I'll say, nurtured into succeeding and being the best. I've definitely noticed that there's a level of competition here that you might not find at other schools. And I don't know if you've seen that in the uh, higher level programs at all. Well, the classes I'm doing are entrepreneurship. So it's what I've noticed is a lot more collaboration. Okay. Students that are getting ready for the tiger tank and it's it is a competitive thing right you're competing against each other to get a scholarship or to get some award money and 
you know, rather than kind of competing and keeping things close to the cuff, people help each other with their elevator speech and that kind of thing. I think, too, one of the reasons why RIT is such a great landing place for veterans is that it's an experiential learning school. It's one of the oldest cooperative schools in our country. That's how we learn in the military, is we learn by doing. Absolutely. So I think RIT is a really good place for vets to land just for that. Yeah, some of the opportunities, and you've probably seen the different labs that they have around campus are absolutely insane, in my opinion. You know, there's so much opportunity to get a hands-on experience here. Yeah. That it really makes for a great education. No, I couldn't agree more. Thanks for listening to Intersections, the RIT podcast, a production of RIT Marketing and Communications. To learn more about our university, go to www.rit.edu. And to hear more podcasts, find us on iTunes or visit us at www.soundcloud.com slash RIT Tigers. <laughs>